0: is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley. One of the most important decisions a family will make when locating a home is, well, what is the school district where my kids are going to be going to school? How do you go about finding a great school for your student? Well, how about by visiting Great Schools, the leading national nonprofit that helps parents guide their students to successful futures, they have taken a look at the schools in Atlanta and provided a tremendous amount of information to help people make those kinds of decisions. So who's here to talk with us about that? We want to welcome Dr. Danielle LeSure. She is the Outreach and Parent Engagement Coordinator for the Metro Atlanta region of Great Schools Atlanta. She is highly qualified to do this work. She's originally from a small town here in Georgia. She's got her PhD in educational policy from Michigan State. She got her bachelor's in educational studies from Emory. She's done a number of things. She's come from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. She's worked for the U.S. Conference of Mayors. She's worked for the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation. Just, you are, you are the most credentialed person in the room, Dr. <laughs> LaSure, I can assure you, you of that, but tell us about Great Schools and how you came to be the, uh, the outreach coordinator here in Atlanta.
1: Sure thing. Great Schools is a website that parents can use to see which schools are in their area or the area that they're interested in moving in to get a sense of, is it the right fit for my student? Does it have the classes, the courses, um, and even extracurriculars that, that my child might care about? And what do the test scores look like? What's the class size? So Great Schools provides that information for parents free of charge. And it's been around since 1998. So how I got engaged in this work, I've always been a fan of the website it's been one of my favorite websites um and so i was at a conference one day and raised my hand when someone was speaking on great schools and turned around to everyone to say you should definitely check this website out and then from there have been heavily engaged in great schools and also doing some of the research and now outreach for great schools and we even have greatschoolsatlanta.org now which is great because we have one specific for our city needs
0: Absolutely, and I was taking a look at the website before we sat down, and I put in a couple of random zip codes, and up pops a listing of all the schools in that immediate area where GreatSchoolsAtlanta.org rates these schools on a scale of 1 to 10. How do you arrive at that rating?
1: That rating is based on test scores, and it's also based on student student increases in their scores so sometimes we focus so much on just test scores that we don't also take into consideration student growth. So student growth is is rolled into that too. The other feature of the website in addition to ratings is also the reviews. Because a school might have a really poor rating, however our parents usually give us a wonderful perspective and um, the inside scoop on the school. And so sometimes you'll be surprised that a school that may have a poor rating has excellent parent reviews.
0: How do you go about finding the growth potential? How do you measure that?
1: that is something that great schools does they have have someone who does the data on that so they do a great job of that
0: now I was reading that one of the things that you do as a part of your your position at great schools you work with community organizations and the schools so that you can teach parents how to take advantage of the resources that are there so we've talked about test scores or, or a score for the school based upon test scores uh, looking at How well kids perform and how they grow in a particular school, plus the reviews that parents will give and talk about the experience for their students in those schools. What are some of the things or some of the other things that parents can find when researching a neighborhood or researching a school?
1: Right. One thing that they can find, believe it or not, this is really important, they can find phone numbers. So it's really important for you to put in a zip code or even the address you can put in of a home that you're looking at or an apartment that you're looking at. You can put in that particular address and then see all the schools in that area within the mile radius that you designate. So usually two to five miles is pretty good, um, giving our traffic. And The great thing is that you don't have to search for a list of schools in the area and all their phone numbers. The list of schools will be there with their phone numbers, and that's an excellent way of narrowing down your search time.
0: Now, I don't have children, but if I did, I'm certain that my child would be interested in music programs because Mm -hmm. I would want him or her to take piano lessons like I did when I was a little kid. So if I'm interested in music education, do you sort the schools based on those that offer those kind of extracurricular activities or other programs?
1: Yes, you can definitely do that. Some parents decide to have their own profile, so they can put in all the things that they're looking for, and you can be as specific as music and piano. And um, then a list of schools will come up um, as the person who put in piano in Clayton County schools where, where we can see what extracurriculars they have. We're really specific like that and pride ourselves on making sure parents get an understanding of the full holistic view of a school because that's how we also view our children, right? So they have several interests and so we need to make sure that they're also in the data.
0: I know one of the things that the great school site is interested in doing is making arming parents with more education, and we're talking education, and letting them know about the choices and the options that they have when making a decision about their students' education. Can you talk to us about the types of options and some of the decisions that parents might have to make?
1: Right, Um, it's really interesting here in Georgia, we have a lot of parents of our students with special needs that will explore what their options are so for instance we have the special needs scholarship program where if you have a child receiving special needs in a public school and maybe that's just not the right fit based on the disability you have the right to explore other public schools and private schools as well through a special needs scholarship program we have that Um, and a lot of parents use great schools to help identify which schools might be a really great fit based on that, based on their child's specific disability. And we also um, have parents who are interested in charter schools. So um, letting parents know that charter schools are free and there might be an application, but it does not include an essay. It's just a matter of you putting in the name and the address and um, your child's name. So give us, uh, some
0: people might not know can you distinguish for us or define for us the difference between the public schools and the charter schools?
1: Yes. So the charter school basically is a school where they've been given the right to to basically implement the standards in the way that they see fit. So, for instance, in a charter school... They may say we really want to serve majority African American, and we believe we can do that with that with that population best by having an afrocentric curriculum. So they may say, state or school district, will you give me permission to teach this the way I think is best and we promise to outperform the district or get really high scores if you give us a chance So usually, charter schools will get a chance of three to five years.
0: And where does the money come from to, to, to cover the expenses associated with a child's charter school education?
1: It depends on if it's a locally approved charter school, so if it's approved by the local school district, um, or if it's approved by the state. So if it's locally approved, then your local school district. Um, if it's state, then your state district will do that.
0: It's called greatschoolsatlanta.org, but is it metro-wide? I mean, uh, all the kind of which counties are covered?
1: Um, all your counties are covered, but the ones that we really did a, a, a deep dive on with data include Clayton, Gwinnett, Cobb, Fulton, which includes Atlanta Public Schools, and DeKalb. Now the Atlanta
0: Public Schools have received a tremendous amount of news and publicity. The superintendent superintendent Carstofen is about to launch a major overhaul of the system. Will the work that she's doing there be incorporated in the grades and the scores that you all are giving the Atlanta public schools as they transition into this next phase?
1: As they transition, we pull all public information. So we continue to update our data based on what we can get from the Department of Education. So eventually you'll start to see that. Um, I will say that it's going to be important for our parents in Atlanta public schools and all our public schools to make sure that you go in there and make reviews because that's the only way we'll know, um, you know, what are some of the great changes that are going on so you can influence and tell other, other parents as well. They're coming quick and one way that we can keep up with this is, is through parent reviews one of the things,
0: if we can stay on the Atlanta schools for just a moment, that is very important in the transitioning into the next great school system here in our state, is staying ahead of a proposed constitutional amendment to give the state some control over failing schools in our community. What do our listeners need to know about that?
1: I think the listeners need to know whether or not the school they're in is on the Opportunity School District. We have something called the CCRPI, which is the college and career ready performance index and so it's a score from zero to 100 that rates a school again based on test scores again based on student growth and many other factors as well i think parents need to know if you're in a school that is on the opportunity school district list it means that it has failed to meet a certain standard for three years consecutively, usually 60 or below is the score that they look at. Mm -hmm. And that means that you can see changes happen to your school. Um, Not necessarily where there's a takeover, but people are really leaning in to make sure we're doing the best for our students. Um, And it can feel dramatic, it can feel like many things. It can feel like charter school, it can feel like new leadership coming in. Um, and so it's just important to know what school you're in.
0: For some of the schools that are on the, in the Opportunity District and risk being taken over by the state or as a part of the overhaul, if we can stay in Atlanta again for another couple of minutes, uh, a consolidation or a closing of a school, the parents in those communities have been very, very vocal, very, very passionate about not wanting a change for their students, but sometimes, would you not argue that change can be a good thing?
1: Change can be a good thing. I'm also a proponent for parents having a part in that change. So um, my personal take on things is that it's important for parents to get involved and engaged because too many times policies are done to us and not with us. Um, So if it's not with us, to what extent is it done for us? And that's why it's important for parents to use their voice and GreatSchoolsAtlanta.org is One revenue, not revenue, but one stream for that. So, again, greatschoolsatlanta.org is one avenue for parents to use their voice for change through their parent comments.
0: Absolutely. And communities can get involved, too. I know that you said personally through your church you all have been involved in improving education in our community.
1: Right. I go to Impact Church here in metro Atlanta and really excited because our pastor has chosen to adopt a school cluster, the Tri-Cities cluster. Before moving to our new building on Sylvan, we were in Brown Middle School, and so there's also, um, you know, a love for and support for Brown Middle School still, and so that's a, a school that our pastor, Olu Brown, has decided to adopt as well. And so churches should also think about how they want to pour into schools and it doesn't have to look like teaching it can look like appreciating your teachers it can look like making sure that every child has a coat and they're fed and a mentor so there's so many ways to explore how churches can engage
0: what does it mean to adopt a school is that collecting coats engaging mentoring the teachers, supporting the teachers being involved with kids
1: Right. It looks like um, your church reaching out to the school and asking, what are your needs? Ah. And asking the principal, how can we support you in the great work that you're doing? Because we appreciate you in this community. So it starts with asking what the needs are and meeting people there.
0: What are the most underrated assets that a user will find on the Great School's Atlanta site?
1: Oh, wow. That's a really great question. Um...
0: Because I know I read that you guys get tremendous traffic, but part of the reason that you're here is that we wanted to raise awareness and let the audience know that this resource is available. And besides just doing a zip code search and looking at the scores of the schools and going, oh, no, I don't want to see anything that's a five or below, and I saw that Mm -hmm. on your site, there's, I mean, you can go very, very deep with the information on the site.
1: You can. It can get overwhelming. Um, When I'm talking to parents, I usually say, go to the comments and see what remarks people are leaving. And don't use it to judge, but use it to ask questions. So when you do go and visit the school, if that's the school that you're particularly interested in, um, you can ask questions around some of the comments that were made. And it could be around just school leadership. It could be around changes in the curriculum. Um, but at least you go in armed with great information that can lead to great questions to really help you be a consumer of education.
0: How important is it for parents to visit a school before enrolling a student in that school?
1: I definitely believe it's very important. Um, When I first started my research, it was universal pre-K and we went to different school sites and you need to look for certain things so for instance if I'm looking at a site for a pre-k student I'm gonna go and make sure that there are colors hanging on the wall and pictures hanging on the wall and that it's at their eye level and not mine so it's very important because you can really get a sense and a feel of um, the, the teachers and the staff and the supports that are there one of the most disturbing um, instances for me was when i was doing research and there was a teacher who i thought was amazing and it was in circle time during pre-k and she said the stars is shining Mm. and for me as someone with family from a rural area of georgia i remember my mother struggling with verb tense and so um it's important for us to just be mindful of that so you want a teacher and an environment that is really making sure that we're prepared for um, the future and making sure that your definition of excellence is met. Um, for me, one thing that I look forward to um, looking at, at a school site and that I encourage my parents to do as well, that I support, is to make sure you sit in on a class for part of it if you can. Because you also see if teachers are, how they engage with students. Are they moving around? Are they checking people? Or are they letting students not use the ruler correctly? So you want a teacher that's engaged in that way and loves what they do. And I believe that you can feel that and see that when you're in a school.
0: Because after all, it is supposed to be about the students.
1: Right, right.
0: I got to be principal for a day at one of the Atlanta public schools and it was A remarkable experience and looking for many of the things that you just described. So if parents know that, yes, I can call and I can ask for a tour, the school has to provide that for me, right?
1: They are supposed to. In some instances, unfortunately. What if they don't? What if they don't? If they don't, then it's just important for you to go back and ask and then after that go to the district level. Um, a, A lot of people take for granted the parent coordinator role. So I love parent coordinators um, because they they definitely make it happen. They find a way to make it happen, and they are the best advocates for parents.
0: So we've got in the so we have in the dot org site. We've it's a, it's a big bucket. We've got metropolitan Atlanta area schools. So it's it's more than just the city of Atlanta or Fulton County. You talked about all the counties that we where we've taken a deep dive, mm-hmm. and it's public schools. Private schools? Are private
1: schools listed in there as well? Private schools are listed in there as well.
0: And also the charter schools are listed in there as well. Charter schools too. Do you have like a big FAQ so that you can sort of do a tutorial if I'm just surfing by myself and I want to educate myself on what I'm going to be able to find as I do this research? Because, of course, we can't can't Google it or find it on your website, then who do we ask?
1: Right. The best thing for parents to do is to go to greatschoolsatlanta.org. When you scroll down, you'll see... Um, Just guidance on how you can identify a school. What are the things that are important to you? And if you follow that, that's the best guide to get what you need to get.
0: Talk to us about how school choice works.
1: Wow. Um, It first starts with the parent. I think that too often we make the assumption that school choice is a bad word and that it only looks at charters and privates when we have to recognize that most of us make choices based on where we live. We, we pick our house, we pick our apartment. I have parents who will move from apartment to apartment just to chase a school that's a better match for them so they're not limited by their zip code. Um, so how school choice works to me is really the parent saying to themselves, I'm going to make a decision to make sure I find a school that best matches my child's or children's needs. And I'm going to explore that and look at that. And one way you can do that is through greatschoolsatlanta.org. Some parents say that they want a charter. What I say to parents is do not make the assumption that just because it is a charter school or a private school that it's the better option. And so um, choice really needs to start with knowing your student. Right? Knowing, knowing your child and then knowing their needs and then finding schools that match that. That's school choice.
0: I know the first five years of any child's life are the most critical and most important. And a child should have learned or at least heard as many as 10,000 words before he or she even goes into pre-k, kindergarten, first grade. And for many of our kids, that's not the case. So someone told me once that one of the things you watch for when visiting a school is one where the teacher's asking the kids to be quiet as opposed to letting them express themselves verbally because it's one of the first things
1: we learn how to do, right? Well, part of the issue that we're starting to see is that a lot of some of the tactics that, that's been used in some of our really great schools has been very disciplinary. So when you talk to teachers, teachers actually don't like that environment because it doesn't allow students to speak up and have an opinion it, it's more so staying your lane where you're supposed to. So there's different approaches, right? But um, we need to make sure that students also have interpersonal skills and that they know how to have dialogue and to do projects with each other And in that exchange, I think there's some valuable um, just character development that we we overlook because of the numbers on test scores.
0: Test scores are the one metric by which we can evaluate somewhat fairly uh, the various schools and educational opportunities available for our students. When you have an opportunity to talk to, on your tour, a school official or a teacher, how do you coach a parent to ask the questions about teaching my child versus teaching to the test my child is going to take?
1: Right. Um, You know, that's a tricky one, Mm -hmm. and we haven't gotten into that yet just because we do a lot around the front end in terms of supporting parents so that they can be an advocate for their child and be heard. Um, It's a matter of making sure that you're asking your teacher, if you see your child doing a great job as well, to say, is there any extra... Um, projects that my child might be able to have that can really increase his thinking on this issue, or you know, that can that can help with their math development. And if for some reason you're not getting that from the teacher, as a parent, you're still accountable, right? Yeah. That's 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 God's gift. And there's also a website that Great Schools has that they're currently developing. And right now I think they have supports for first through sixth grade, but greatkids.org mm. is where you can find a lot of just helpful games and it's free. Um, and it's just really great to encourage thinking. And, and I, what I think this nation, what we've done is we've, we've treated students like numbers and we're beyond that. And I think in order for us to claim that we're beyond that, it starts at home.
0: Dr. LaShore, we are just about out of time. Why don't you reset for us uh, as we wrap up greatschoolsatlanta.org. Again, what it is, how to find it, and some of the the assets that you'd like to highlight.
1: Sure thing. greatschoolsatlanta.org is here. We're excited. For many of our schools, it's enrollment season as well. And what we are doing, the great thing is that we are taking greatschoolsatlanta.org to our neighborhoods. So, If for some reason you want to learn more about this or you want to have your own event where you can tell the parents in your school, in your community, in your churches, feel free to reach us at greatschoolsatlanta.org and contact us. Or you can give me a call and our team a call at 770-515-9005. We look forward to partnering with people in the community so that you can use this tool. I know it may look like a lot of information, but invite me and have some chicken and some fried catfish as well, and we will get down. And, and figure I'll break it, it down. out. That's right, and we'll break it down for you. So we're really excited to take Great Schools org to our neighborhoods and communities and churches and teaching more parents how to be consumers of education and strive for the best.
0: Well, it's outstanding, the recent launch of Great Schools Atlanta. We want to say thank you very much to Dr. Danielle Lachure, the Outreach and Parent Engagement Coordinator for the Metro Atlanta region. Wasn't too painful, was it?
1: No, not at all.
0: Thanks so much, and we'll see you online at GreatSchoolsAtlanta.org. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29, on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine Another Perspective.